Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light, the private writings of the Saint of Calcutta. Chapter 11, continued. Section 19, be happy, for we share the passion of Christ. More than 20 years had passed since Mother Teresa began her mission among the poor. At this stage, she spoke very little about her own interior darkness, but never missed the chance to connect the reality of the human suffering she was facing with the sufferings of Jesus. Her heart was one with him. Her wounds were so imprinted in her soul. His wounds were so imprinted in her soul that they had become hers. She suffered intensely at seeing the sufferings of those she loved, but she kept highlighting the value and the meaning of human suffering as a means of sharing in the passion of Jesus. She wrote in August 1969, Keep the light of faith ever burning, for Jesus alone is the way that leads to the Father. He alone is the life dwelling in our hearts. He alone is the light that enlightens the darkness. Be not afraid. Christ will not deceive us. Don't worry about me. My head does not give trouble at all. Only in the mornings I feel tired, but this is nothing. If you saw what our poor suffer without any relief. My heart is full of sorrow because of you all so dear to me and to the heart of Jesus. For you all have to suffer so much. But be happy, for we share the passion of Christ and so through our sharing, give the world another proof that Christ is the same yesterday, today, tomorrow in his church. Jesus' words in St. Matthew's Gospel, whatever you did to the least, you did it to me, were a rock on which her convictions were built. Knowing that Jesus could not deceive her, she clung to this word. His presence in the poor remained a beacon in her night. She wrote to her friend Eileen, You write so little of yourself, and yet your heart must be full. But you know, as much as I do, Christ cannot deceive. Therefore, whatever we do to the least, we do to him. Let the joy of the Lord be your strength, for he alone is the way worth following, the light worth lighting, the life worth living, and the love worth loving. I am longing to see you. It seems ages to me since I saw you last. If we feel like this, I wonder what Jesus must have felt during his agony when he went through all these unspoken and hidden wounds. If you only knew how I long to light the fire of love and peace throughout the world, pray for me that he may use me to the full. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God are guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here. 
ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. What does Mother Teresa do when she feels suffering? Well, often her mind goes in two directions. On the one hand, she makes use of what she's going through to understand better what Jesus must have felt. She tried to see what she was going through in light of what he went through. She tried to make use of what she was going through to also get some insight, some sense of what he himself had gone through so that she could sympathize with him more, love him more, understand him more, appreciate him more for what he had done for her and for all of us. She wanted to grasp that her loneliness was also something that he went through. This is very profound to think. He understands me. He went through the same thing and even more intensely than I am going through. And therefore I can find him in this. And I can draw close to him in this. And I can be with him in this. For he has drawn close to me and he has gone through all this too. So that's the one side, using what she goes through to be closer to Jesus. But the other side of her suffering was that she would minimize it in comparison to whom? To the other poor people with whom she was dealing. She saw the greatest human suffering and she did something about it. And the more she saw the suffering in the poor, in the slums, the more she tried to relativize and put in the proper perspective her own constant chronic headaches, her own sufferings. You see, she put herself at the service of others. She didn't exalt herself over others. She longed to bring Christ to the slums. She longed in 1969, when things were so confusing, when the world seemed to be giving up on faith altogether, when God seemed to be disappoint, disappearing. She wanted even more to bring him to others. Because her work was focused on the poor. And the poor, no matter what happens in the world, we will always have with us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.